0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the More Creatives Podcast. Uh, We're here. We got Pete, as always, Um, and today joining us, we got Jude Inslee. Let's go. Bro, you do a lot of different things. This Um, is true. You you do a lot of stuff for Saddleback Church here in OC. Yes. Um, What else do you do? Hillsong College. You help out still with Hillsong and uh, do their video editing and production Mm -hmm. and stuff
1: like that and also you work with us this is true as well so jude is the real mastermind behind (laughs) everything more creatives yeah so he says um i'll let you guys zach and i are still trying to determine if that's real or not (laughs) (laughs) it's this made-up role that i have i love it man i love that you even got your own cards and stickers yeah
2: it gives me more of a confidence going into things. If you pretend you have a higher role than you actually do, then you're like, I can kind of just chill out.
0: Yeah, Jude actually built this whole thing. Yeah. And Dude, I love it. Love it. And then I changed the name. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't want it anymore. You can have it. <laughs> it was a birthday present. Yeah, I spent yeah. so
2: many months in my room laboring over creating this company. Yeah. Barely saw my roommates at
1: all.
0: Yeah, uh, you um, know, funny story. Me and Jude used to live together mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah, I
1: that kind of was when forgotten. you guys was it in Phoenix or
2: no? We didn't actually. No. Yeah, until okay. we uh, moved to California together. Okay, then, Santa
1: uh, Ana. Yeah.
0: yeah, but uh, uh, like okay, outside looking in. What was it like living with me? What did you notice? I forgot that I lived with you honestly because <laughs> oh okay,
2: well, no, okay, listen uh for clarity, like Zach was building this company basically only a few months into living together, so I was finishing up college <laughs> at the time, and um he was uh where did where were you first working at when you first moved out here? I wasn't oh, you weren't okay, yeah,, no. so he decided to start working on this company and whatnot, and so he was in his room from a m to A.M. like
1: like, (laughs) legitimately yeah yeah, from like seven
2: A.M. to like one A.M. just uh, building this company and uh, you know uh, you start working for K Wave which is really awesome yeah yeah. um and then you decide that you want to go and you know pursue this dream and uh, we've seen the fruit of that which is super awesome um but Zach like you you probably wouldn't think this but he's a very introverted kind of guy um it kind of takes a little bit of uh getting to know him i think i think you've become a lot more extrovert when it comes to meeting people and whatnot um but i think initially you kind of have to like get to know you before you're like okay we can be like chill and (laughs) cool and you know whatever else
0: Yeah. yeah that's what it's like for a lot of people though
2: yeah yeah
0: yeah um yeah i'm a i'm a extroverted introvert
2: I feel like a lot of people claim that title. No, literally, <laughs> yeah.
0: that's what I was gonna say. Like, literally, everybody says that, but it's like I don't think ever. Like, I feel like it, in in some ways, people are like kind of extrovert, kind of introvert, you know, in a mm. way. Mm. But like overall, I'm introverted. I think I you used to, I used to be extroverted for the most part. But. Whatever, whatever you, helps
1: you sleep at night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> See what do you, what do you think led you to be
2: more introverted?
0: Mm. Well, when you, when you build something like this at 20, 21 years old, like you're kind of alone, you know, like there's not a lot of people doing what I did, like staying up late and working, 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 working. Like I'm at the office till 1230 not because I have to be because I, you know, want to be. And there's not a lot of people my age with that mindset. And like, like this isn't like, an ego thing or at all, no, no, you no, know? No. Um, but like I put in the hard work that I, a lot of people don't really, they can't really relate to that, you know, at my age. Um, so I feel like that kind of made me separate from community and some of it was unhealthy, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like not coming out of my room was probably not healthy. Um, cause I do miss you guys and like miss like all the, the crazy fun college lifetimes, you know? Uh, but, Definitely worth it. Definitely worth every second of it. But I guess that's why. I yeah, I would say
1: that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, I mean it definitely takes something for sure. I mean, when you're starting up something that is yours, um, you know, it, it requires a lot of time. It requires a lot of focus and energy. Um, you know, I mean you're giving you're giving birth to something, you're giving new life to something, and so um who's gonna care about it more? than, than the, the person that it originates from or that it, you know, kind of that it comes from. And so, um, it's definitely something that's been cool. I mean, for Zach and I and just knowing each other and then starting this thing. And I mean, yeah, I can vouch for it. I mean, both him and I were texting each other. It was like, all right, bro. It was like past midnight last night. I was like, "Good night, man. I'm out. I'm done." And he's yeah, like, "Same." He's like, "I'm going home too." So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's get this clear. By the way, it wasn't just me. I was
1: probably on Zoom with Pete the whole t- <laughs> the whole
0: time. Um, yeah, it's
1: either Zoom or we're texting. Uh, just either or it's Just to help keep us focused and keep us motivated. Because uh, I'll text him and be like, "Hey, bro, I'm going to be jumping on here for like the next two, three hours. So if you need me, I am here." And then yeah. he'll be sending me stuff, or I'll send him something. And. Oh. And, uh, it's just kind of to know like, Hey, we got each other's backs and a uh, little bit of accountability, but are more, more along the lines of like, you know, cause creativity when you're doing stuff, you're usually working by yourself or mm-hmm. trying to get in the zone. And we've talked about it before, but kind of knowing like, Hey, I've got somebody else that's in my corner. That's <gasps> also putting some work in. That's also helping support it. It just feeds you a little bit, right? you know? So, yeah, you know, for
0: sure.
2: That's a uh- that's something I found that, like, I lacked for a while is, like, not being around creatives. And I found myself, like, finding my my look, I guess I would say, and I'd revert back to that and be like, all right, let's just recreate that, recreate that, recreate that. But as soon as, like, I start to have conversations with creatives, I feel like a, a dream, like, bursts again. And then, like, you remember why you started in the first place. Like, the creativity just sparks back up. And I think... uh There's a time for like solitude and being like, all right, I need to be left alone to kind of, you know, figure out my thoughts or figure out where I want to go with this. And I feel like that's more of a strategic thing. Um, But there is a sense of creativity that like you get in community that you can't find in isolation. And I think a lot of creatives miss that because like we tend to become introverted and I'm not saying like it it was bad what you did Um, but I'm saying that there are extremes to both is that you have to Mm -hmm. find the the proper solitude that you need but you have to find like the the creativity and community together Mm -hmm. and um, that's what Saddleback's helped a whole lot with me is that I get to collaborate with people and uh, we were trying like new things and they were excited when they brought me on to Saddleback is because they had like this look they had for a long time for like three years and they're like all right, we're capturing the same thing you know we know the look that we have We know the layout um and then they were scared to branch out because they'd get shut down um but they brought in like new management new oversights and whatnot and so me like i didn't know they had this theme and look and everything so (laughs) i was just doing whatever i did yeah and so they saw that i got the green light for that and they're like okay like keep pushing the boundary because that gives us the freedom to be able to do that as well and so it's been cool to see the progression even in that job to where um they kind of want me to test the boundaries and find it for them so that they can also like jump out of uh the like layout or the theme that they've been used to. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's kind of like a slow death for creatives is Ooh. when you stick to the the same theme over and over again and create like that same repetition and pattern. Yeah. Um, because I mean, God is constantly downloading like new uh, ideas from heaven. Like I think we've almost like, sometimes we feel like every idea has been laid out ever that could possibly be done. But I feel like God kind of like stores up ideas that he wants to kind of like give revelation to at certain times, like AI, like God saved AI for this generation (laughs) for better or for worse. But I mean, um, that's us for that's up to us for use. Um, But there is a lot of creative things to explore and find. And I think we limit ourselves so much to what's been done in the past. And to say that every sort of style has already been created, there's new path. There's not any new pathways that we can make. And I think that's just a lie that the enemy wants to say. That like you know, you're boxed into this thing. That's everything's already been created already. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited to see like what this new technology like creates for us opportunity for. Um, cause there's a lot we can use it for. We're, we're seeing at English being translated into another language. Mm-hmm. Um, you could translate this podcast into whatever language you want. We were would talking reach about that
1: earlier. Uh, Zach and I, we were telling Jude that if he, uh, misbehaved during this, uh, this conversation piece, we were going to take your whole entire audio and put it into Spanish the entire episode. That would have been awesome. <laughs>
2: put into a language <laughs> only like 10 people speak.
1: <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute, man. <laughs> I wouldn't go there. That would get you in trouble. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I th- so I love what you said just a little bit ago about, um, you know, if you find yourself getting stuck in a box, like that actually can lead to death as a creative. Um, can you talk a little bit more about that? Like, can we dive into that a little bit more as far as, um, maybe what does that look like? You mm-hmm. know, cause I think for us as creatives, we can get caught up in going and going and going that we, um sometimes don't realize it but we feel something's off Mm -hmm. like can you describe that to us or like what what have you noticed or what have you seen from your perspective and different things like that
2: yeah uh, i feel kind of like When I find myself in a repetition phase or when I'm doing the same thing over and over again without aspirations of trying to reach new creative levels or bringing new ideas to it, I find myself putting it off to the last minute. I find myself procrastinating into it because it doesn't become something I enjoy anymore. It becomes Mm. a task to get done, something to check off. And I'm, I'm not saying, though, that guidelines are always the worst thing because I feel like we can be most creative when we're given kind of boundaries to... So I'm saying like there's a there's a balance to find in between because when someone gives me a project and they're like, you can do whatever you want. Then I'm kind of like, ah, uh. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. like, I don't know what to do with it. But if you give me kind of like boundaries or guidelines to with it, then I could be like, all right, how can I stretch this to the max capacity possible? And how can I find kind of like the loophole with it? And that's a fun part of being creative. They, they did this. Um, one uh, thing with like uh, elementary school kids where they were like "All right, we're going to give you a blank sheet of paper with a clock on it but no hands and then they're like go and find whatever you want to create hands and so they would do basic things it would be like uh, kitchen utensils or straws or like you know little things like that but then they would like crack down on kind of like the guidelines and be like, all right, it has to be green and it has to, you know, be this sort of texture or something like that. And then you'd see them start to kind of like be super creative with the things that they'd find with it. And I think that's totally something that we could find as creatives too, is that boundaries aren't always like a bad thing. It's just something that you have to figure out how to be creative with. Yeah. And so going back to like the slow death though, is that like you always, like there's always new ideas that like God is breathing and God is giving. Like it says like, God God wants to do a new thing. And so if you're constantly stuck in the old ways or the old methods, and I think like the church has even like been kind of like holding back on like new methods to reaching people. Um, but it's, it's not that like the message changes, it's that the method does. And so we're in a generation where we have new methods available Mm -hmm. and new ways to access and reach people. And so it's super exciting for me to be like, all right, if this is what we're making now, I can't wait to see 10, 15 years from now what's available to us. And, um, so I, I think guidelines aren't always the, the like death of things, but I think there's a fine balance of both.
1: Yeah, I think We work, we've worked, uh, you know, I mean, each of us in this, in this uh, circle here, right? We've, we've worked with, partnered up with different people, have different clients, different projects. And um, I know Zach and I have had some conversations too, because I love branding. Like, I absolutely love that type Mm -hmm. of stuff, Um, you know, but uh, branding goes just beyond the surface level of what it looks like. Right. But sometimes I feel that we can get so stuck or so married to the brand, mm. <laughs> forgetting like, where did the brand come from in the first place? Right, There's an essence, there's a feeling, there's, there's something that it moves you, right? Um, it's, and, and that always relates to like values and to character and to uh, what is really prioritized. So it's not always about a single color or a font type setting or different things like that, but it's really about the essence of The brand It's the essence of who you're working for. It's the essence of what you're trying to communicate, what story you're trying to tell. And so I believe too as well that sometimes we can get stuck into a slow death when we're so married to the brand that we forget like, what is it that actually moved us to create the brand in the first place? Mm -hmm. You know, so I love, I love you saying that type of stuff because those are definitely some struggles that I, I feel for a lot of us who are listening or watching like we we come face to face with that, whether it's in our own self, with our own systems that we do or who we're working with or working for, mm-hmm. you know? So definitely. Yep. <laughs> good stuff, man.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how I follow up after that. <laughs> <laughs> I just been listening this whole time. It's no, all good. I, yeah. I totally get it. Um, the, one of my biggest struggles is like the branding part of it. Like we have some clients that are super strict um, and I'll try to like, like just naturally get, go outside the lines and outside the box. And then it costs me time because I have to make revisions and go all that. the way back. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, so I kind of gotten to that place of procrastination, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm like far away from the mic, huh? Sorry. You're good. Um, yeah, I, I get to that place of procrastination, but certain things because it's like, it's the same thing I did last week, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so that was so real. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, how, that's how it is. But like the moment that I film a video for myself, like I've been doing, I've been making these like three to five minute like videos and stuff for you. That last I'm sorry. one you made
2: was incredible.
1: Can we just say that real quick? <laughs> yeah. Like thanks. straight fire. Okay. Yeah. Love it. Absolutely love it. Okay. Anyways. Um, <laughs> thanks. He's like, guys, I'm all nervous. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, why are my palms sweating?
0: (laughs) I'm I'm introverted. (laughs) Uh, No, but, like, when I make those, like, I edit them, like, same day. Because, like, I was like, oh, it's something new. It's something I love. Like, I can do whatever I want to it. But you give me, like, some reels, like, sets of reels that, like, I already know what to expect. It's like.
2: How's about the name drop? <laughs> <was
0: No>. like, <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. But
1: uh, no, I, 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 you know, I hear. And there's it.
0: nothing wrong with that no, at yeah. all. Like, I love our clients that like, yeah. have those um, guidelines and things like that because it's, it's working for them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why you have to balance personal creativity versus like what's your work. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you really like create it. If, if work becomes everything, for you like creatively like you're gonna lose your creativity yeah. you know yeah. um so that's why i'm trying to like continue to film for myself not for anybody else and yeah edit for myself and do all those different things but.
1: and i would say too because this is a struggle that i don't know if you guys can relate but i've i've faced it quite a few times over the years um where you get, you kind of feel like you're boxed in with what you need to create or expectations and stuff. Um, that if you're not careful, it, uh, it stops you from dreaming into it
2: mm.
1: or asking God, Hey, give me a fresh vision yeah or give me, I want to, I want to feel something different. Like I want it to be deeper or, or um, you know, all those different things. And so I've, I've been learning and I've been asking God and just personally for me. And I know some of you may be watching or you're not maybe, you know, uh, fully connected like faith wise, or I don't know where you stand in your own, um, you know, your own journey, your faith journey and stuff like that. But like, for me, I always, I always talk to God and say like, God, help me to have a new idea or help me to have a fresh vision. And if not, I'll journal it down or, or put it in my kind of my little, uh you know, library of like ideas and stuff that I may not be able to use for this particular project or for this particular brand or whatever, but I can store store that away and then create something fresh out of it. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh what are some of the things that you do uh, when it comes to that maybe you've you face those types of things so and you find that you can't go a certain direction. <gasps> um but then what you know what are some of the steps that you take?
2: Yeah. Um something I felt conviction for a few months back is, uh, I had realized that I'd been going into, um, you know, things that I've done a million times, like I've done these shoots a thousand times. And I would, I would realize that I would rely on my gifting rather than like asking God for fresh creativity every time. Cause I'm like, I've mm-hmm. done this before. I've the experience before. I've like, I know what shots I need to get and everything that like I-, I would forget to include him because I'm like, I have the experience. I have the gifting already necessary that I don't need to ask him for, you know, help with this. And so there, there's a fresh conviction that fell upon me that, um, Am I really doing this like to send a message out or am I doing this to get clips or to get like a video, you know, just to produce? Um, And like at the end of the day, I'm not trying to get entertainment. You know, I'm not trying to just get people to watch the full length of the video. I'm trying to um, impart something that I feel is important and worth watching. You know, whether that's a Sunday morning or whether that's an event or whether it's even business related thing, like there's a message behind it that's important and I want to add value to it. And so if I feel like I'm in a repetitive stage with whatever work I'm working on, I need to ask myself, what am I doing outside of work Mm -hmm. to feel refreshed to go into work? Because I'm not always going to find fulfillment in the work that I do because there are going to be people who ask for things I don't want to (laughs) make that I don't agree with. But check off all their boxes and their niche that they need and yeah. and like sometimes that's just their target audience. Sometimes it's elderly people who want Comic Sans font and uh, you know whatever else basic thing you could ask for and I'm like to me this doesn't look good. This doesn't look pleasing. This doesn't satisfy I would me. I prefer
1: Papyrus. And <laughs> we could really throw it back. Give me some Papyrus bro. You know. <laughs> give me the first <laughs> font ever created. Use Microsoft Paint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
2: But for some people that's, yeah. that fits what they're looking for. and. So I have to be okay with that sometimes that like I'm fulfilling their need. Like maybe it's not what I want, but it's what fits their target audience and fits their branding and fits their guide. And so when I go back to my own personal time, I'm like, all right, now I can be creative on my own. I can figure out whatever font I want, whatever look I want. I can go as crazy as I want. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's no one to like kind of like backtrack me or like pull me back from that. And so I think there, there comes a sense of freshness going into work when like, you know, in your personal time mm-hmm. that you've been able to use your creativity to whatever ability you want to create whatever you want. And I think Zach uh, has done that very well. And like recently you've been tapping into that.
0: Yep. Yeah. Cool. That's so cool. Um, you're gonna, <laughs> uh, y'all just going to make me start the next conversation?
1: <laughs> no, you I got, got it.
0: You kind of like ended your point, so I can't really like go off of that. But well, how do you?
2: Because you you've been working for this company, obviously. I mean, you. Well, it's been eleven months now.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: eleven months. You're coming up on a year. Oh snap! Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, hey! You have to start prepping for a party.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Feels longer, but
2: um. Well, yeah, your days are like maxed out, brother. Doing like eighteen-hour days not as much anymore yeah but doing two days
1: (laughs)
0: the past
1: (laughs) oh man don't even want to talk about those those? yeah (laughs) no joke no joke 48 hour days Uh, yeah
2: so what was that process like though starting up compared to now Ooh,
0: that's a good question
2: and how did you set boundaries i would say to stay healthy Cause like maybe you did get to an unhealthy point, but like, what was the realization? Like, how did you get back into a healthy,
0: I would say that nine out of the 11 months were unhealthy.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. Um, it was, it was a drive that I had to like really, you know, I, if I wanted, I I wanted something and I went and got it, you know, I didn't (laughs) care what it took. Um, it took me like having, you know. 10 hours of sleep, you know, uh, a week, like, like literally bar- barely sleeping because I, I just wanted something. I wanted this thing to grow so bad. Um, I would say the process of like where I was in the beginning versus now, it's a lot different because in the beginning it was like, we don't have anything. Oh yeah. You're good. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, in the beginning, in the beginning, I didn't have anything. I didn't have templates. I didn't have, um, autopod. I didn't have like QuickBooks. I didn't have like literally all this stuff that I have now. I had to build that in the beginning as well. uh, Well, where I am now, it's like, I'm delegating. So I'm trying to figure out that. So it's like, uh, it's obviously a process in each area that you get to. Um, but yeah, in the beginning, it was more of, I wanted something. I went and got it. It was very unhealthy. Um, And I say that because, like, I, even now, I don't have much of a community anymore Mm. because of that. Um, I have, like, you know, Pete and you and and Mark and, you know, like, the people that are, like, super close to me. But, like, I can't, I'm not in a group chat, Mm. you know, like, that feeling. Like, I'm not in a group chat with a bunch of people who, like, hey, we're all going to play, you know, this. Hey, we're all going to do this. We're all going to, like, it's not like that anymore. Um, So I, it does become lonely at times, like doing what I'm doing. Um, What was the second question? You asked the second question. Uh, What kind of boundaries did you have to
2: set in for yourself to start Um, to feel healthy again?
0: Exactly, yeah. So I, one of the biggest things was, cutting back my hours at and and like for certain things like cutting back um because it got to the place like where I was working long amount of hours but like the progression of the work that I was doing was probably the same as if I was working four hours just Mm -hmm. because I was so tired does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Um. So I would say, like, I once I cut back on certain things, like you think, like mathematically, oh crap, I'm not gonna get everything done, but when you actually make that that decision, like, okay, I'm gonna cut back on certain things, um, you actually you're actually way more productive, mm-hmm. like when you are working.
1: Yeah, there's sense? there's something that that powerful that comes out of balance. I feel like I just rambled. It's no, okay. I, you're no, you're yeah, good. Okay. I, there, I mean, be honest. There's something that comes out of having balance. So, you know, I can. I know I can operate a lot more efficiently and sharply if I'm rested, if I'm coming in fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you know you're going pedal to the metal and uh, jumping from project to. Project to project, because I believe too as creatives, a lot of us we we multitask in some ways. Because uh, sometimes, if the discipline aspect of it, you're you're trying to juggle like 16 different things that are going through your mind with this project and this to this, and the, and you're kind of jumping back and forth. Um, but if I can withdraw and then take some time and then come back at it again fresh, whether if it's taking a nap or if it's, you know, I'm going to disconnect for the next few hours and just go do something enjoyable or spend time with my family or get something really good to eat, and then I come back and reapproach it again. It's like, oh, I've got a fresh wind. I'm hitting it a little bit differently. Maybe there's something that was a a problem or uh, an opportunity that something I need to solve. You can look at it a little bit differently because you've actually come in with fresh eyes.
0: Yeah, so one thing that I started doing was... If if I didn't feel like working, I'm not gonna work.
1: That's hard. That okay, I'm that, sorry, can we just <laughs> deadlines?
0: <laughs> no, it sounds crazy, but I've noticed like some Saturdays, for instance, mm-hmm. like I'll wake up and be like, Okay, it's Saturday. I don't have to go into the office. Um, how am I feeling? And some Saturdays I'm like, I don't wanna work. So I'm not going to. Yeah. And even like Mondays, you know, obviously K-Wave, that's my ministry. That's like, I have to do that. Right. That's a, that's a have to. Um, But with all our stuff, like if at four o'clock when I'm done monitoring pastor's perspective for K-Wave, if I don't feel like editing or working, I'm going to go home and watch a movie or something.
1: Yeah.
0: Um Yes, I have stuff to get done, but I always have stuff to get done.
1: There's always going to be something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's true.
0: Um. So yeah. when... If I, if I f- don't feel like doing anything, I'm not going to because I know it's not going to be the best that it can be. And that sounds kind of lazy and like, oh, dude, like like you got to do what you got to do. But I have a different mindset because whenever I choose to not do things on those days, usually the next day or the day after that, I'm like extremely motivated. Mm. So that's going off what you were talking about. Mm. Like I'll wake up some Saturdays and I'm like, I want to grind and I get so much done and it's enjoyable for me. Cause like I'm yeah. in that creative mindset. Yeah. Um, so like I never make myself work anymore. Like I did at the beginning. Um, I kind of choose when I want to work yeah. and like, um, like yesterday I worked till 1230 AM like today. midnight. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> today. <laughs> yeah. Um, morning. yeah. Like I worked all night last night. Yeah but like it's not like i had to it's just i was feeling very
1: you were in the zone
0: you were ready exactly. to go yeah um and but like most days i won't do that because i'm tired and i want to go home and i want to yeah. go hang yeah. out with someone or you know like do mm-hmm. something yeah. um but yeah i think that's a I, interesting thought like yeah.
1: i think it's i think it's good i there is something to be said about that so you can tell you can do things like that. You can afford to do things like that. And and I and maybe some somebody that's listening or watching you may be a little um critical or self conscious about those types of things. Well, well I feel well, can guilty. I, about can I clear something yeah, up? Go
0: ahead. I want to clear something up. Yeah. This is I'm talking about creative work. Yeah. So this isn't if you work at Chick-fil-A or Walmart <laughs> or something yeah, like yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, no, like no, no. You have to go to your shift. Well, yeah. like, I was also
2: gonna say like To like back you up, is that like you're not missing deadlines because, like, oh, I didn't feel like getting it done by midnight tonight. This is just like at your own leisure, getting ahead of work. Exactly. It's not like, Like, we're usually. I want to do it.
0: Yeah. We're usually a month month ahead of everything. So, um, but yeah, like if you have a shift scheduled for Walmart, like <laughs> like you're bagging groceries at Walmart or something like that, like yeah. go, like don't yeah. be, don't be a prick and not show up because you don't feel like it. Yeah. That, that's lazy.
1: No, yeah. I think it's the, what I was going to say too is if you're an entrepreneur or if you're a creative and you've got your hands in, and you're doing certain things, I would, I would flat out call it being lazy when the results don't show themselves. Mm or when the favor isn't there yeah mm-hmm. like things aren't working out like you're you're really struggling and you're wondering why hey I just started this and you know I I I'm I'm trying to emulate somebody that I'm watching online who is an influencer or a social media or a content creator and they just seem to be blowing up but what we never understand is all of the behind the scenes stuff that happens that brings that about, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, it's not just a, a lucky roll of the dice. Like there are things that are a lot, like it just happens, but I classify that more as favor because I've been consistent and faithful in the little things.
2: That's really good.
1: You know, so, so for those of you who are watching, like it's, there isn't just a magic formula, mm-hmm. but I do think that there's passion, there's consistency, there's dedication and devotion. And then also just a commitment to get better. Mm-hmm. to keep moving forward mm-hmm. you know and it, if you don't have that internal drive the rest of the stuff will never show itself yeah but it's for those of us who have that drive that you can find yourself driving too much that you're overheating and that you're wearing you're wearing the the, the tread off your tires and you're right. like oh my gosh yeah I really do need to take a break you know
0: yeah and uh, deadlines talking about deadlines yeah. don't miss your deadline yeah I don't care how crappy the video don't is do it <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> don't miss the design. Yeah, definitely that's, not. That's not what I'm saying at all. No, like, no, no, no. Like literally, but like like I said, I'm usually ahead of everything. So it's like I have the ability to kind of mm-hmm. like choose what I want to do when I want to do it
1: yeah.
0: Um, for the most part on some things, you know. But, but it's
1: taking a process. It, there's yeah. a process in it.
0: Um, you know? But that's not for everyone, you know, mm. um, that like I don't want to, seem like it's okay to be lazy. Like I, I worked freaking hundred hour weeks to get to where I am now. Um, and I feel like that drive and that motivation and that passion to get something done is good because you're working towards a place where you can rest. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I can finally like take a trip and go see my mom. I'm flying out in the morning. Like, like I, I not have to worry about work you know mm-hmm. um, but it, it wasn't laziness that got me there it was <laughs> hard work you know mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and yeah there's there's a difference between rest and laziness Yeah, oh that, yeah. that's a topic oh yeah yeah uh, that's a
1: huge one and, and I'll freaking get anima- animated about that because <laughs> like, it's, it's no joke like it is such an easy trap though as a creative to fall into because you've got so many different things you can compare to Mm-hmm. yeah and so many things that what you see visually end up making you think and giving you a false sense of reality like oh i can just half-ass this and yeah mm-hmm. it'll be good mm-hmm. literally yeah uh
2: don't let me forget i <laughs> want to ask you something but one thing that was crucial i was very much convicted about this um john mark comer wrote uh the ruthless elimination of hurry and i cannot recommend that book enough it's <laughs> a good one yeah but um I I finally, like two months back, I think implemented a Sabbath where Mondays I turn off my phone. I turn off my laptop. I'm not allowed to look at technology. Um, and that as a creative is so hard. I remember the first Monday I had where I did that. And I'm not saying like, hey, this is what you have to do. This is just what, what I feel is good for me and healthy. But the first Monday I had, I was like, I could just move these files around really quick. I could just shoot that email back really fast. And I was finding all of these justifications for any reason to get back on my laptop. And I was like, that's just me like overworking myself Justifying to where, it. yeah, I couldn't have one single day away from it. And I was like, if I can't set this boundary now, how am I supposed to have this when I'm married and have kids and all these things? And that that's mean. that's the question I wanted to ask you is how <laughs> do you, because we work a job where it's not like you clock in at nine, you clock off at five. It's like people are texting you throughout the night, people are like texting Mm -hmm, you early morning. How do you function in being present with your family while also like managing the work that you have as a creative? Yeah, my kids, they
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know you can speak to this. (laughs) I mean your company is basically your (laughs) babies.
1: Oh man. Um That's a good question though. Yeah. How do you do it? (laughs) It it takes a I don't always win, can I just say that? Mm. Um just being flat out honest. Like, yep. I don't always win. I appreciate um, that. I mean, there are times, like, for instance, you just talking about, hey, I shut off. And it's like, I can't tell you. Dude, we are so, we're such good closers. And I mean it this way, as in, we're such good closers when it comes to telling, giving ourselves permission to get back in and finish a job. Yes. But I have to make, uh, I have to make a lot of decisions and discipline myself. But I also have to say that I I I don't do it alone. So one, my kids. So I've got three kids, right? Um, my my kids they know, and I'll and I'll give them permission to call me out. My wife, same exact thing. I'll give her a per, like. I need you to help me, or um, and so what I do a lot of times is I'll set up boundaries. So I'll get home, you know. Zach's like hitting his his uh, prime, like peak hours of like, all right, here he's going. <laughs> it's like five o'clock. And I'm like, dude, I'm on, I'm like in my car driving. I can't work yeah. anything. Um, and I'll tell him, I'm like, I probably won't be back on until about 830. And I just lay out boundaries, not, not for him, <laughs> but I tell him that because it's for me. Right. And so I, I've had to do a lot of dying to myself to put those boundaries up to realize that it's for me mm-hmm. yeah. and, and I've had to communicate it in a lot of ways so that I don't put myself on an Island and I'm just wrestling with the 15 different tasks in my mind, Yeah, you know? And so I prioritize it that way. Um, you know, I look at like Zach will be like, Hey, this Saturday. And he's like, I'm jumping in. And then I give myself the permission to say, cool, bro, I'm out today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I've had to, I've had to, because both him and I are driven that my internal flesh wants to be like, bro, Zach's committing time. He's building it. Like get into it too. Cause the more that we do together, the more that I believe, you know, in in growth and, and all that stuff. But I've also had to say, no, like it's okay. Mm. But that's why we're part of a team. That's why when you have community, it's like, Hey, I can take some time for me Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and it's all going to be all right. Right. You know, so those are some of the things that I do. Uh, but I always have to make sure that communication's good. You know, I'll tell my wife, like even in the car, hey, I've got some stuff I've got to do later on today. Yeah. Okay. You know, and then it's just com- communicating it, putting it all out in the open. And then I set boundaries for myself. All right, I'm not going to touch anything. Even if it's a phone call or a text, I'm like, Zach's on the other line. He's working it right now. He can answer it or whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm just going to take it. Yeah. You know? So
0: and it's vice versa as well. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah. Can we, we just kids?
2: Can we just talk about like the blessing of what it is that we do though? Like I think about all the time there's so many benefits to what we do of being like if like okay, I don't know like what level you guys are at, but for me I'm like I can wake up at noon if I wanted to. Like, I don't. Yep, definitely not <laughs> like, possible. Like, <laughs> let me get that. Yeah, I mean, you have a family and all that stuff. But I'm like, I can take a trip between these hours because I know I grinded out all the work I needed to. I don't have to ask, like, really anyone for permission to be like, can I go, like take time off? Or can I go Um. here or there? Cause I'm like, I know that I can, like, if I work remotely, I can like work whenever I want. Basically. I know there are deadlines I have due. I know there's some in-person stuff that I have to go to. Uh, but a lot of times I can shift things around to make time for community, uh, to do things that I love to travel a little bit. And um, I just think like at least the capacity and level that I'm at right now is where I have a lot of freedom to work like flexibly around like, hey, yeah, like I can make it to that because I can do the work either in the morning or I can shift it to the afternoon, evening. And um, I was just thinking about that. Like I love what I do because it's not like. Oh I have the 9 to 5 that I have to clock out uh, or ask my boss to be like can't take that off. And that's right. not like in opposition to anyone who's been called to that area of field. That's just how like I operate is that I feel very much uh cool like planning out my week and being like I know the pace I need to hit to hit my markers, which is really awesome. But I've enjoyed like the remote sense of work, which is really cool, but yeah. it comes with uh the, the other side too of being like yeah, like I I like we were saying earlier you you didn't clock out so like you still have text <laughs> messages and emails to answer to. Um but that then that goes back to your boundaries and balance because there's a sweet middle ground that we have to find and it's going to come through failure. Yeah. Uh but there's a lot of lessons to learn from that. Um and and that's so cool to hear your wisdom behind that. Yeah. Cuz uh, I'm trying to plan forward to be like if i don't set boundaries now how the heck am I supposed to start once I have a wife and
0: kids? You know, it's actually, it's so complicated. If you get really deep into it, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you can move your work around, but when, when do you say no? You know, like, when do you say no, no, I can't, I have to get this done, mm-hmm. you know? So it's learning. Yes. We, yes. We, we, I know what you're saying. Yeah. We've yeah. talked about this before, but like, your no is just as important as your yes. Like what you say no to. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> it's so it's so true um or like do you ever say like i'll say yes
2: to this thing because or and i'll just have to stay up later to do the work after because mm-hmm. I, I i find myself doing that a lot i, do,
0: I've, I did that for a, like yeah i did that a lot but no not anymore yeah <laughs> I, I choose work most of the time now mm-hmm. um just because you know like i want like one day I want to have kids. I want to have a house. I want to have a wife. And like right now, like I posted. You hear that, that everybody. So there's <laughs> any the ladies out there. So hold up.
1: I, I mean, I'm the only married guy here. So here's the deal. If uh, I mean, we've got two great gentlemen. You know, single, ready to mingle. And uh, anyway, sorry, just had to put it out there. You can slide into the DMs. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> <You> <laughs>
2: just know. the handles just appear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, we got the chats blowing She's up. She's right coming. Now.
0: She's coming. She's coming. She'll exactly. be here one day. Yep.
1: Um, But yeah, yeah. It's, um, <laughs> Sorry, I what, just
2: had to. I couldn't <laughs> resist, man.
0: I love it. Yeah, oh. what I was talking about though is like really determining whether or not you say no or yes to something comes down to why do you do what you do. Mm. And I like I posted this on my story last night. Yeah. It's crazy that I posted because we're talking about this right now. But I took a picture at twelve thirty. And it was me in front of, you know, my office building. And I was like, late nights make the future bright. Mm. So it's like, I said no to going home and watching TV because, you know, like cooking and like, you know, just like, or maybe what, I don't know what else I could have done yesterday. Right. But I, I decided to stay in the office late, grind some stuff out so that I can enjoy the weekend and like, but. Why? Like, why did I stay till midnight? I I got to the office at, I think, 12. So I was there 12 hours. Um, but, like, why? That's the question you have to ask yourself. And it's because I have a future that I see that I don't want my wife. I don't want my kids. I don't want, like, I don't want them to have to worry. Like, I want to build something now. Mm-hmm so that i can make an impact not only on my family but on like the community around me um and it'd be cool to 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 hit on that a little bit like what's my what's our goals like what yeah. do why do we do what we do what do we see happening like in the future um it's like when when you're sitting down editing a video like you kind of forget like why you're doing it like a lot you go into automation mode yeah and I'm kind of like trying to process all my thoughts right now but yeah when I'm sitting down and I'm editing a video and I'm you know making something super fun like you know and, and all of that I ask myself the question why and my ultimate dream is to this is a cool thing to share I want to open up like a community resource center one day and this is kind of like like I've had to sit on this yeah, the have talked about it.: Yeah, I've had to sit on this past couple of weeks of like, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing, and this is honestly the ultimate goal, besides like impacting the world through the gospel of Jesus Christ, obviously. But But like, specifically, like, I want to open up like a community resource center for kids, mm. a place that they can come in and have resources cameras microphones uh studio macbooks that they can use to grow in their creative gifts Mm -hmm. because cameras are freaking expensive bro tell me about it (laughs) like like they
1: just tech period for creative business is expensive
0: a lot of a lot we probably have twenty five thousand dollars worth of equipment around here
1: something like that you know
0: and it's like the the biggest thing is is like those kids have so much creativity and gifts. They have giftings that they don't even know about it. Imagine if the kids that were like, like literally super creative, picked up a camera for the first time and then right there, like made the next big time director mm-hmm. film created. Right? right. Like, these kids, like, there's a lot of people out there that don't have access to tools and resources yeah. and things like that.
1: Yeah, I think, um, I think for yeah, for yeah, for for me, for I mean, for us, and I think even just the three of us sitting here, like, one of my dreams is just so that I can give back. Exactly. Yeah. So in in the same, because him and I both shared the same exact thought about like, I would love to provide opportunities for kids. Um, Cause I flashback and I think about myself as a, as a 15, 16 year old teenager who, who can't, grew up in a single parent home, didn't have money. Like I worked a job just so that I could help provide food and a one bedroom place for my mom and I to live. Like mm. as soon as I could work, like that's where it just went. And I remember having somebody who believed in me, who had some financial abilities, some freedom and bought me my first piano and bought me my first guitar Mm -hmm. and look at what's come from that. And so it's the idea of using our creative giftings and the doors and the opportunities that God gives to be able to give back because you know, what you're doing is you're planting seeds. You're never able going to be able to tell how much fruit comes from one Mm -hmm. single seed, but if I keep planting seeds, if I keep trusting and keep believing for someone who doesn't know or who can't maybe believe in themselves yet,
2: right? Yeah. what kind
1: of dividends, how, what, what kind of God math yeah. will happen because you stepped out and invested, you stepped out and did this and, and took that step of faith because you've worked hard. Like right. that's part of the why for yeah. me, Yeah, you know, I don't know. What about you, Jude? Like what?
2: Well, it, for me, I don't want it to be like a one day win. I have, therefore I'll give. Because it says God gives seed to the mm. sower. Yeah. Good. And it, it's not like God will give seed to the person who wants to sow or like will eventually sow. It's like the person, God's going to give it to the person who's already giving. And so like we, we talk about mm. tithing all the time, being like giving the 10%, but like I want to live off the 10%. I want to give the 90 <laughs> and I never want to get to the point to where I'm like so... Um so like headed towards getting all these awesome like gear and all this stuff to like finally have what I need to create this big production and everything and then miss out on what you're saying like the kid that's just looking for his first like Canon or his first uh, Sony camera or what that yeah. I miss that but it's like we have the opportunity to help like get people to the next step in their dreams because of whether physical means or just investment emotionally or spiritually yeah. like I just want to invest whatever I have uh, been like invested into and give back. And like, I just love the concept of that. Like God is going to give to a person who's already giving. He's going to give you that much more. Yeah. And so and it, it,
0: it, it's not always money. No, no, no. Like people get that wrong. Dude. Yeah. Like it's not always money. Yeah. And, um, we have a huge heart for like consulting mm-hmm. and helping, um, people grow. Like we had a conversation with, uh, this guy, oh, what was his name? He was from, I don't even remember their church, but it was this kid and he, he was asking us questions. He offered on to call with us. Do you remember mm-hmm. him? Yeah. He's, uh, Mike Myola's church. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, like that was so life giving to both of us. Yeah. We got to like answer this, this kid's questions right. and like help him. And like, we didn't get anything from it. Yeah. Right. Um, and it was like, that was probably one of the most life giving moments in this journey that we've had. Yeah. and, That's what the Lord does through giving, you know, like you can give of your time Mm -hmm. and you can give of your knowledge and your wisdom and your experiences. And like, like you were saying, yeah, So
2: this this is going to sound funny, but like there, there are like so many little things that God has used to change my life or things that people have said to me years ago that like now I think about years later, I'm like that hits now in this season. Like maybe maybe God didn't like highlight that to me then, but like that sentence came back to me and I'm like, oh geez, like that like <laughs> is super helpful now. Yeah. But I remember like, Eight, nine years ago, walking in a church, literally the smallest thing ever. But I looked at one of these greeters and they just had this smile that was different than like any other smile that I'd seen. And I was like, I felt the warmth of the Holy Spirit behind that smile. And I was Mm. like, that is someone who like came in, like being like, maybe I don't have much to offer physically, but like what I can give is my worship. And maybe my worship is in the demonstration of just saying good morning to you and welcoming you in. Mm. And I'm like, I want my worship to be beyond my talented, my talents and my gifts and everything because talents is going to get me into rooms that my character can't, but my character is going to sustain me in the areas that my gifting can't. Right. And so it's it's like I've been tasked with being able to hone in the practical skills of my gifting, but I trust that God is opening doors behind the scenes. I have no idea about, and he's like, Hey, you're, you're not going to wait till the war hits to start getting ready for it. You're going to prepare before the war comes in advance. So you're ready. And, so'm i 'm doing whatever I can practically, um, but i 'm leaning into the spiritual side of it too, being like God, you are everything that I am not. you have <laughs> access to everything on heaven and uh, on the earth to be able to give physical finances to uh, give opportunities to invest emotionally into uh, these people 's lives and all mm. that and so I love that you tap into like as creatives we have more to offer than just like whether it 's a like equipment or a set or like, you know, a video or whatnot. But like, there's more to this than like, just like what we produce in our yeah. gifting.
1: Well, I think a lot of that comes to it as well. It's, it's breaking some mental barriers or some um, paradigms mm. mm-hmm. because you, we, all of us in some ways, like we've, we can get uh, caught up in framing our entire life and even our future and our potential by what we lack. Wow. But God, last time I checked, wasn't a God of lack, you know, um, he's the one who promises to bring overflow. And so whether that, whatever that may look like, as long as we can make ourselves available and as long as we can make ourselves vulnerable, there's fruit that comes from it, you know, and, um, man, that's some, yeah. So.
2: That's so good.
1: Awesome. <laughs> Is there
0: anything else you guys want to talk about?
2: Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. What it's do I want fun. to do next with it's this company? <laughs> that's my <clue>. oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll just say this. I'll just say this.
0: And then we'll, cl- we'll close up here after yeah. this. Um, so we posted a video with Edity with Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> with Eddie. He changed his
2: name?
1: Say it again, yeah.
0: <laughs> so our episode... What was three? Three. Set two. Episode two with Eddie.
1: Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, it was-
0: so it was a couple episodes back <laughs> from when you're seeing this. Um, I posted like a short on Instagram and it was about... It, Eddie was talking about like... Um, this worship. Creatives are worship leaders and how... So good. And how like just as a drummer could be a worship leader, a creative, someone holding a camera can be. Well, there's this, there's these comments and people were like, that's not biblical. (laughs) And There's a full on, first of all, thank you guys for the support on that video. Got like, (laughs) no, for real. It's at like a hundred K views right now, but there's a bunch of comments of people like, this isn't biblical. This isn't biblical. And I just wanted to hear your guys' thoughts on that. Like, why do you think people think it's not biblical? Like God gives us we're all a part of a body and each part plays a part in the body, mm-hmm. right? Um, so do you think it's like, like, where do you think they're coming from? I know Pete <laughs> has a lot.
1: <laughs> has some thoughts. Here's what I, I mean, I can go through, I can say a lot of different things, um, but just because I can, I don't, I don't want to, cause I don't want the, I don't want the, the heart and the and the the value behind it to come across wrong. So like, I'm cool for comments and all those different things, honestly. I mean, you know, when you get deeper and deeper into social media, you open yourself up for, for the comment gang. Engagement. Engagement, right? Yeah, that's what we call it, engagement. Um, but Here's the thing I would guess, I would just say this. Like, if you've got thoughts or you've got comments, like, it's cool to leave them, But I would actually ask a deeper question as far as like, why do you think the way that you do? Mm. And not to say, why do you think the way that you do then to back it up? Well, this is this scripture and this scripture, because here's the reality of it. Like if, if we're not disciplined enough and if we're not, uh, well knowledgeable about it and also balanced like health and with experiences, cause Perspectives, experiences, knowledge—all of those things create a framework with how we see things. Mm-hmm. And some of us maybe have been burned because we've seen bad ways of people using their creative giftings as worship. Right. Where yeah, mm-hmm. it was worship, but it was worship towards an individual, or wow. or it was worship as a mirror. Yeah. Hey, look at yeah. me. And so I'd say, like, really. Dive in deep to those types of questions and to really start examining yourself. You know, my comments, my feelings, my thoughts can never be directed at an individual or a person, mm-hmm. but they really need to be directed back at helping me determine why I think the way that I do, or help me to process so that I can be better. Yeah, so that I can be more Christ-like. Um, so those are the things I would say for sure <laughs> in that yeah. end of it. So you
0: know, I'm I'm reading it. Um. Name drop,
1: (laughs) (laughs) no, I'm not. I don't mind the comments, I I really don't.
0: I'm not one to delete his comment because, but okay, first off, can I just say something? (laughs) Yeah, this was his comment, all right? This isn't biblical. Period, that's not. Oh, that was it, that was the whole comment. That was the whole comment. Like no explanation, no anything. But then people were like, "What do you mean? What do you mean? Blah blah blah." And he said that we didn't provide scripture. And this is this is, this was my response. Ready? On the more creatives account. <laughs> this is funny. This is me Straight being from the source. This is me yeah. being a gentleman. Where is it? You can usually
2: tell too. Like after you respond to them, they'll like by how they respond back to your response usually mm. shows kind of yeah. like their yeah. character. Well, yeah. So no,
0: no, so this was this is what I said. Hey name <laughs> we appreciate you sharing your thoughts. We encourage you to watch the entire podcast episode as we do include
1: scripture. Blessings, my friend. Yeah. Yeah I for me yeah, I mean, that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, yeah. <laughs> See and that's why I'd say like dive deeper. Like if something triggers you or or you have a response and you want to leave your two cents, you know, that's the power of engagement. That's the power of social media. People have have armor. Mm -hmm. No one sees them or there's no real relational connection. And so like here's, and I'll just be honest, like, and I believe this for the three of us because I've gotten to know you guys and we serve together and we do things together. As a creative, I'm not, I don't want to be prideful. And I don't want to walk into rooms and to walk into relationships being like, hey, I'm the top dog or those different Mm -hmm. things. But I want to walk into rooms and say, hey, this is me. And what you see is what you get, but I want to be better. But then not only that, with me being here in this room with you, guess what, Jude? Like, I want you to win. If there's something that I can do to contribute, to support you, to love you, to encourage you, to bless you, whatever – That's who, that's me. Mm. So it's character type stuff, you know, and with social media and and engagement, all those different things, a lot of people, man, and it pains me that we can walk into a thing and just drop a comment grenade Mm -hmm. and not be, and not care about what kind of fragments come from that, what kind of injuries may come from that Mm. or what kind of insecurity things may that stir up, you know, because the reality of it is, is all of us, you know, we can hurt each other with our words. And it's not just audible words, type words. Yeah. You know, I, I would say, I would encourage this man to be a lot slower to just drop off comment grenades and actually dive a little bit deeper and get to know people and understand the full context of things. Cause it's, and I love reels. I mean, that's, we do all of those things, but reels only capture just a snapshot. And, and if you talk to anybody who creates them, there are snapshots to help pull you in so you can actually get the full context mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of what's happening. It's yeah. just like somebody who takes a Bible verse and reads one Bible verse and creates their whole life doctrine and <laughs> stuff out of it. And you're like, what the heck, dude? Like, there's so much more to it that meets the eye. That's just the surface. You know, and it's just like for all of us as individuals, we keep giving so much of our surface selves to people. Mm because we're so insecure to actually let people get deeper and to see more of who we actually are. Yeah.
0: I'm sure the dude is a great guy.
1: No, totally. And and I commend him for that. Like,
0: yeah. Like I, I love your opinions. Like, like, um, they're not right, but they're, (laughs) they're, we can chat though. Exactly.
1: Down the chat. Exactly. like, Like
0: we can talk about it, but, this isn't just about him, like about that one comment that stirred up a whole bunch of stuff in the comment section, but it's about like everybody. Like, there's a heart thing, there's a value thing, it's there's a character a, there, thing, there's a way to go about it. Yeah, DM us, we'll yeah. be happy to hop on a call with you and yeah. give you scripture, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's just like, I guess some maybe he maybe was having a bad day, yeah, you, <laughs> you <had> know. A <laughs> bad day something like that but anyways this is no shame to him no shame to anybody who disagrees with us like please if you disagree with us say something like we'd love to talk to you about it but um obviously we're still learning and growing in this this whole thing and um yeah disagree with the purpose of trying to
1: hear to the understand. other person. Yeah. To learn more, to gain I, better understanding.
2: I think people disagree just to disagree and they want to win. Like that's their whole point. Mm-hmm. And, and like some people leave comments. I'm not saying this is his intentions, but, um, some people just want to disagree so that like they can sway people over, uh, and be affirmed that they're right. You know, uh, most people don't listen to, understand they listen to attack or to like counteract what you have to say Mm -hmm. um but going back to like kind of like private life stuff too ben hastings has a song that he put out called dancing with my shadow oh nice um really good song
0: here i'll play it real quick
1: (laughs) (laughs) this is not a dish to you ben hastings no (laughs) man no heck no (laughs) <laughs> that's if you were watching one of us dance, that's what yeah. the sound effect we come across. <laughs> Q and Zach dancing. Okay, anyways,
0: sorry. Sorry. I just um, wanted to hit that button. It's been staring at me this no, whole you're time. Good. Yeah, um, you're good.
2: But he the the lyrics talks about um like like the shadow that you draw, and your shadow represents everything that goes on in your private life, everything that people don't see. And kind of like the whole message is he's like, I'm not the person that like you think you see or like that I might be built up to be. There's this whole shadow that I cast that I'm aware about. And like usually we are our own worst enemy. Like anything that anyone can ever say to us, like we know worse about ourselves than they would than they can say to us. Um, but like the whole like purpose of what I'm trying to do is that like, I want my shadow to be as minimal as possible. Like you have the sunset shadow or you have the noonday shadow where you barely cast anything. Like my goal is to like have like, I have like no distinction between my private life and my public life. Like what you see is what you get. Mm. And I would even be bold enough to say more. So like, there's more character in my private life than there is in my public life that you see, because it starts with an intimate relationship with Jesus every day. That's how I begin and end my day. And so out of the overflow of that, therefore, my shadows no longer like exist and there's nothing to hide. Um, But that's what social media has let people do is that they have this shadow they can live in in social media. Mm. There's a lot of people with, you know, no profile picture, private account, five followers (laughs) have a lot to say uh, because they know there's no public life attachment to it. There's no Mm -hmm. image attached to it. And so it's crazy how how bold you can be when there's no uh, repercussions behind it.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. very true. Good stuff. Some good stuff. Yeah. um,
1: That's a wrap. That is, man. This has been fun. It's been really an fun, hour. Love, <laughs> love having you here, man. It's been, it's so good. I know Zach and I, we we really appreciate you a lot. And uh, you are a gift, my friend. Mm-hmm. Continue to keep bringing the 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 lens and the perspective that God has given you, and He's shaping in you. I love, I love your your openness and your willingness just to keep growing, to keep learning, and uh, to keep making things better. And, yep. and so um, that's what you do for us. <laughs> oh my gosh, Zach! So this guy he fa- he's he's all about the buttons today. Keep
2: him away from the buttons.
1: Yeah, we're just gonna do that too, right? <laughs> yeah. So um, um, no, I'm but, truly honored uh, to be
2: on here. um <laughs>
1: And then they love that I'm on here too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: But, uh, I was saying I've, uh, I've wanted to be on a podcast like just to go on a podcast because I sound really fun for a long time, but I'm really grateful that no one had me on one. Cause I was like, <laughs> if I was on a podcast, then I'd get exposed for just being ignorant. And, you know? <laughs> yeah. Not that I've lived a ton of life, but like, I feel like in a better place to be able to have these conversations.
0: Yeah. So that's
2: great. grateful for it. Awesome.
0: Yeah. We appreciate you coming out, yep,
1: down the road the whole five
0: minutes <laughs> yeah. so, <Damn>. <laughs> so for hey, uh
1: for all of you guys who are watching or listening uh once again, Zach, and I just want to say thanks for jumping on the more creative podcast uh this is truly a place that we wanna create a safe place mm-hmm. to talk about creativity, to talk about what does it look like in life to uh how, how do we navigate just different situations, whether it be if you're single, ready to mingle like these two guys, or, uh, you know, you've got wife and kids and you're just balancing life and all that different stuff. Um, and each of us are on a process and on a journey. And I want to say that that's awesome and that's cool. And so maybe we help extend the space for you to be able to comment different things like Mm -hmm. that, but also to, to find ways to grow and to, um, become more, just become a better version of you. So Anyway, thanks for jumping on guys. Subscribe, share, all those different things. We love you. And thank you guys peace. so much.